I remember a time, it was within the first year and a half of planting the church, and I remember laying in bed, and we were talking about so many of the things that we were carrying, <laughs> and I yeah. remember like holding Carrie's hand and saying, do you think it's always going to feel this mm. way? Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. This is the Leading Second Podcast, where we're on a mission to equip local churches everywhere to raise uncommon leaders. The Leading Second Podcast releases every Thursday morning, so hit follow and share this episode with your team. Now let's jump into another episode for all of us who lead from the middle. From the second chair, for the second chair. Welcome to the Leading Second Podcast. My name is Clark, and I'm one of the team members here at Leading Second, and I'm so glad you've joined us. And I'm excited to share another great episode that we have in store for you today. It's a great conversation with some of our favorite lead pastors. And don't forget to visit leadingsecond.com forward slash podcast to find the episode guide for today's conversation. It's a resource available for you to help maximize the content in this episode. These guides outline main points, help jumpstart conversations, and also provide discussion questions. So consider taking your team through it or maybe just use it for your own personal development. Before we jump into the conversation today, I wanted to remind you Leading Second Camp 2023 is coming up soon. Registration is open and here is your invitation to join us. This year, Leading Second Camp is in two incredible cities. So first one is Salt Lake City, Utah, and the second one is Calgary, Alberta. So consider this your personal summit with God to be renewed, realigned, and equipped for your role in church life. And at camp, you'll experience a curated conference-style event, and you're going to be surrounded by peers in ministry. We hope to see you there. It's time to fan into flame the gift of God that is in you. In 2023, the journey continues. The Leading Second Tribe gathers again. One dynamic event, two cities, two nations, all for Jesus. Calling all church builders, executive pastors, campus pastors, lead team members for inspiration, for impartation that we may be found faithful. You're invited to be in the room for Leading Second Camp 2023, February 22nd and 23rd, Salt Lake City, Utah, March 8th, Calgary, Alberta, featuring Brandon and Lindsay Stewart and Larry Bry. Registration is open now. Spots are limited. For more information and to register, visit leadingsecondcamp.com. For today's interview, we are honored to welcome a handful of our favorite lead pastors to the podcast. Brandon sits down with them to talk about what's it like being in the lead role. So let's jump into the conversation. 
All right. Well, I have some of my, don't tell the others, favorite lead pastors <laughs> in the room for uh, this conversation today. We're going to have some fun. That's I'm so what you glad said, you all guys the girls. Are here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to welcome, first of all, Pastor Jason Parrish from the hey. Well Church in Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah, yeah. The one and only. Glad to be talking to you today. Yep. Also, the host location for Leading Second Camp yep. 2023. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, just a little, little commercial. Carrie and Megan will definitely be there because they love oh, yeah. the snow. We love it. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Yeah. Come on, somebody. We're, we're going to have a good time. And pastors Carrie and Megan Robinson from Orange County. Yeah. The Looking Movement all tan. Church. <laughs> Maybe. I was, I was literally saying I'm so pale right now. <laughs> he did. I was like, please stop talking. <laughs> That's, so, that's so funny. I'm glad you guys are here. Pastor Pace Hartfield hey. from One Place Church rocking in a mullet. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Come on. Yeah, rocking the mullet. Doing what it can. Yeah. We're glad. Mm. We're glad it's here today, along with you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's its own person. So we're going to have some fun today because this is a lead pastor conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't done this, I don't think, the whole season, season five for Leading Second Podcast. Oh. And what I thought we could do today was we could talk about what you think about as pastors, um, what you think from the first chair. And we got another part of this conversation coming up soon with leaders from your teams. Wow. Mind you, we're going to talk from the second chair. <laughs> we're going to talk about Are you. Are they paid or volunteers? Great. That matters. Yeah. We've screened well, I promise. Um, first of all, I just want to say we honor you as lead pastors and so important to carry that heart uh, throughout our tribe as leading second and today, I think you're sort of here to represent lead pastors. You're sort of supposed to speak on behalf of pastors from the lead seat. So, like, tell us. Mm-hmm. We want to know what do you think. I think <laughs> I think sometimes there's just breakdown in mm-hmm. in teams because we're sitting there sometimes wondering what, what's pastor thinking right now yeah. about this. So maybe you can just give a little right. bit of voice to what goes on in a, a pastor's head and and our kind of theory for this episode is the better that our relationship is, you know, the first Mm -hmm. and the second chair, the better our relationship is, the more aligned our teams will be and the healthier our churches will be. So, so the more we get this right, um, the, the, the better things are going to go for us. So, um, the first question I have for you that I, and I, the reason I asked all of you specifically is I respect each of your journey serving in the second chair. You all served in the second chair before the, the lead pastor seat. So maybe a couple you can answer this one. Like, why did you end up as lead pastors? You know, you know what? What, what right. did that journey even feel like for you? What did that calling? Because Jeez. side note, we really believe leading second is a calling. Yeah, totally. but, and, and of course, leading out in front is a calling. So just what was that journey like for you to find your way to that seat? First of all, Megan and I are grateful for yes. leading second for yep. you and your yeah. team, no your doubt. wife. Our team has benefited from it. Yep. Little, I, honor, I want to re- bring the honor back to yeah. you. So yeah, yeah. we're grateful. But uh, man, you know, for me, it was it was just a calling, I think, for both me and my wife to to actually plant and start a church. And I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved doing what I was doing in the second chair. Mm. Uh, so I, I say that because I think that was how we knew it was time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, because I didn't, I was enjoying what I was doing. I wasn't trying to get somewhere next or higher yep. elevation or greater right. platform. But also, really, what helped us was we were just submitted to our leaders, and they mm-hmm. said That's it's right. time. That's right. And that unlocked it. That's great. Right. And it was permission right. to dream. And we had great conversations about that. But they said it's time. We're behind you. Let's pray through this and take this next step. Yeah. Great. So that I mean, I, I wish I could say. It was 
we were running hard. We called to plant the church, but it was our pastor saying, yeah. we believe it's time. You need to go do this. So. Mm-hmm. I, I would just echo that it was a... Um, it was a word from God, like oh. a, a word from the Holy Spirit that was in our hearts for a season. And um, we felt like we heard God, but yeah. we weren't um, 100% confident in the wow. fact that we heard God. Like we felt like we heard God say yeah. that he'd called us to plant a church. And, six and years earlier. Six years before yeah. wow. we did. And maybe California. Um, and we just really felt a conviction of the Holy Spirit that that was a later dream and not mm-hmm. a now dream. And so we just set it on the shelf of our hearts and said, God, we trust you with your timing. Mm-hmm. And when we um, when we went to be a part of a great church in Arizona and serve under our pastors, Pastor Dave and Shree Wright, we submitted that to them. Yeah. And um, but we knew that that season we were there, we were called to lift their arms. Mm-hmm. And so we just ran hard after lifting their arms. And I think that that is part of the reason that God just so cl- made it so clear yeah. when the timing was right yeah, with our really. pastors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. You know, I, I similar to them, I was serving. A pastor for almost 16 years. Wow. Mm. Seven years into that journey, yeah. I, I literally had to stop praying or asking God about pastoring because mm-hmm. anytime I tried, I felt like He was disciplining me, like reprimanding me. Stop. Right. Just stop. Mm-hmm. You just be faithful. And if and when. So I, honestly, I, I had to die to the idea. I wow. just it was a thing that I had to lay down. Yep. And for the next nine years, wow, I just. Carried another man's water, helped my pastor go to a different, you know, elevation, and I followed him, and I did everything I could uh, for him, and so it kind of caught me off guard. Wow! Mm. I was actually in the city that I'm now pastoring in with my brother-in-law on a break, Mm. and he just hit, and I knew immediately it was just permission to begin to pray, Mm. so that it was for me. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. We've always known that we would be in Utah one day, so that was definitely a part of the journey. Um, but kind of like similar to Carrie and Megan, where we were at and what we were doing was in a super healthy place. It was good. It was, mm. for lack of better terms, let's do the air quote, successful um, at that point. So uh, we didn't have any reason to pray for what was next. Yeah. So in some That's ways, yeah. God came alongside Great. in that moment and had to speak and get my attention totally. um, in order because I probably would have stayed comfortable mm. in the space that we were in because mm. it was a good place wow. to be. Yeah. And so I could have, I actually could have ignored ignored the voice of God from years and years previous <laughs> because everything in that moment was super good. Wow. And, and we were having a ton of fun, and we were in a good place, and mm-hmm. we had all of the great accoutrements in <laughs> yeah, the yeah, house, yeah, yeah. and we right. were settled, and we loved Phoenix yeah. uh, in that space. So um, it was in the same way, a That's call great. from God. It was like, hey, you, it's time for you guys to go, yeah. and then the journey came out of that. Mm. I love it, and, and I, I love each of you. I love each of your churches. Um, something so unique and special about each. Which but, one's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, don't tell the others, Carrie. Don't tell the others. Um, so here's the big question. Yeah. I want you each to weigh in on this one. If we don't okay. go anywhere, I just okay. want to go here. Okay. And it's just simply, what do you wish your team knew about mm. what you carry as a pastor? That's great. Well, and just what do you think in general yeah. pastors mm. wish yeah. their teams knew That's yeah. about what you carry as pastors? Yeah. yeah. For Sarah and I, it's that what God has placed in our hearts, the vision that he's given us and continues to give because it's like progressive, you right. know, mm-hmm. um, is too big for just us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, um, we 
not only wants you to carry with us, we need you. Right. Like yeah, what God has given us vision for will not be fulfilled without you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's fantastic. Yep. What what we carry, and I think you guys would all probably agree on this, is that I think sometimes there can be a disconnect that when we leave the office or when we're moving around and doing all the things we do, all the responsibilities, that like there's moments in our lives where the church doesn't exist. And it it's, I think, important for teams to know that for, especially for us as lead pastors, it's always sitting on our shoulder. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the first thing we're thinking about when we wake up in the morning. It's mm. Potentially, in many times, especially for like me and, and Erica, it's the last thing we're talking about when we mm-hmm. go to bed. Right. Yeah. Um, and in, in it's in it's in everything in every part of who we are. It's in my kids' lives. Yep. Like we don't we don't get to disconnect from it. And so I think the more that teams understand, like no, actually, we are thinking about it all the time. Yeah. We're we're in this mess all the time. We're yeah. it's constantly Great. engulfing yep. us. So the things that you're seeing, we're probably definitely seeing them and 10 times yeah. more. Right. It's more heightened. It's more intense. It's more of that. And that's not like a woe is me. It's just yeah. like people being aware. We, yeah. we get it. We know because mm-hmm. it's it's well, all. That's, well, that's what I was, here's a question for you. I mean, is, is it fair to say you probably always understood that to a degree? You've, you've been in proximity of pastors mm-hmm. for a, a long time. You probably understood that to a degree, but is it fair to say you didn't fully understand it until mm. you sat in that seat? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe the most like stupid statement I said the whole day, you know, no. but, but you know, yeah. maybe it, like explain i guess the moment where that hit you like like i never fully realized what this would be like until being full transparency yeah. and honesty yeah. yeah when the thing that came out of my mouth was i was thinking to myself man i'll never say what mm-hmm. x pastor said and then i said it and i was like oh that's why he <laughs> said wow. that mm-hmm. i get it, it now yeah it wasn't even the same situation it was just yeah. like matter i got his weight I know what he was carrying, so why he was thinking the way he was thinking and deciding the way he was deciding and saying mm-hmm. no to the things he was saying no to and yes to the other things that he was saying mm-hmm. yes to. That was when I was like, oh, this is a this is a weight issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just think we lose sight of that ability as second chair leaders to actually get up in the mind of our pastors as much as we can. We can't fully, but mm-hmm. we, we lose that moment, I think, sometimes. We, yep. you know, a decision comes down or something tense happens and we think about us, we think about our seat, we think about our role, how it impacts us, but I think a lot less of the time do we elevate and yep. get up and, and like, what how, What would this feel like to my pastor right mm-hmm. now, right. Mm-hmm. this thing happening, That's or great. my actions, my words? Yep. I, re- I remember a time, it was within the first year and a half of planting the church, and I remember laying in bed, and we were talking about so many of the things that we were carrying, and I yeah. remember like holding Carrie's hand and saying, do you think it's always going to feel this mm. way? Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. And we both were like, yeah. And then it was just this resolve and decision in that moment that, okay, yeah. like if this is the weight Dang. God's called us yep. to carry, then we'll carry mm, it. it was a shift. But it yeah. was, it was a moment where it was like, I, I thought I knew yeah. what the weight would feel like, yep. but I didn't know until we were actually holding it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think yeah. I always think about the story of Abraham and Isaac when God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son. Isaac carried the sticks, but Abraham carried the burden. Mm-hmm. And so it's I crazy. think the question you asked, I think for anybody that's in the second chair or support staff, if they could just remember we carry a burden they can't see mm-hmm. yeah. and trust yeah, us sometimes, yeah. not sometimes, so but good. trust us, <laughs> yeah. it's great. And, and what I found with our team is when they trust me with something they can't see, 
I trust them because they have a perspective I don't see. Yeah. Because yeah. right. I realize that I've, I'm not a great That's youth really pastor. I'm not a great worship yeah. director. I, I don't see those things. Yeah. They do. And so when that trust is reciprocal, it, it's yeah. a game changer. Yeah. But I think it has to come good. first knowing there's a burden that we carry that they don't. So and, it's, and it's challenging for me, Brandon, sometimes to not become <laughs> condescending about that. Yeah. Like I found myself going, you have no freaking clue. Yeah. But that's horrible <laughs> because yeah. my pastor would have wanted to say that. He was got a gracious <laughs> pastor. He was so gracious. But I'm like... I have to remind myself. Wait a minute, they're, we're not in the same seat, right. and that's okay. Yeah. So it, it goes both ways. Yeah. yeah totally. It goes both ways. Yeah. No. For for me specifically, remembering, um, you know, when I would hear pastors say, "Hey, you'll never understand. You'll never love the church like I love the church. Sure. You'll never, you know, it's just a different thing." And then when, um, when I became a lead pastor, somebody said, "Hey, what, you know, what's been the biggest difference from?" the weight you were carrying then and the weight you're carrying now. And the word that I, I thought of is what you're referring to. It's like, it's just different. Yeah, It's it's different. Um, I think we have people on our teams that are weight-bearing, yeah. and they're carrying a ton of weight. They, yeah. they are. They're thought. carrying yes. lots Great. of weight for yes. us. Great it's thought. just we're carrying a different yeah. weight. Yeah. It's yep. heavy, yes, and but it's I love that idea of burden versus sticks and the weight that they can't yeah. see that we mm-hmm. carry because yeah. there's yeah. just a side of it that yep. they may not be able to understand. So let's let's be honest for a minute because I'll, I'll advocate for the second chair yeah. Yeah. For, for a second. Yeah. That let's be honest. Okay, second chair leaders carry weight too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there is an added tension. There is the added tension is second chair leaders are also at the same time not fully in charge of their own schedule. Yep. Right. Y'all can take off when you want to yep. take off. Yep. Fact. You know, second chair, different situation. Yep. So I want to I want to acknowledge that. Totally. Yep. But but yeah. the reason I want to acknowledge it is also to dispel it. Because um that's true. Mm-hmm. And that that is that is the tension of leading in the middle and why leading second exists. Yeah. Is is yeah. to help leaders navigate those tensions. Yes. Yeah. But what I'm advocating for in this conversation is we can't start there, second chair leaders. We right. can't make that our starting argument. Well, well, pastor, you can take off whenever you want. You can right. take a sabbatical. You can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, don't go there. Right. Like, like, what if you flipped it and started when, when, a, when something comes down you don't understand or a decision or a t- mm-hmm. what if you actually started with, okay, let me yeah. try to get in my pastor's headspace. Where's he at right now? Where's yeah. she at right now? You know, how, how, how do I first understand where they're coming from before I try to advocate for my seat? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Let's yeah. just create a different starting point because I think maybe for me, I've not had a lot of tension with, with Pastor Kevin over the years. Um, anytime I have, I think it's because we we were looking past each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and sure. I, I really think that would be like a root issue is, is he was asking me to see something from a different perspective. And mm-hmm. I wasn't, right. I was starting by looking out for me. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm trying to kind of advocate, yeah. what if we don't make that our starting point? Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's a worthy conversation. It should happen at sure. some point, but maybe not first. Yeah. It's definitely a false starting place too, but because totally. as a lead pastor, we can't just leave whenever we want. We have to. We have to. 100%. We have to lead 100%. to be able to leave. Yeah. So it's like okay, like oh that. yeah, just leave. You can leave. No, I can't. Yep. Yeah. I can't. 100%. I gotta. I gotta yep. make sure that when I leave, it doesn't fall apart. Hundred percent. And when I come back, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. The, the other, the other forgotten piece yeah. is that pastors are still people under authority. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. still people yeah. that that answer to spiritual accountability. Wow. Yeah. And, and and legal accountability and all that. So. Yeah. Yep. And I, I would say, I would. We feel called to, to equip and to activate the purpose 
and the calling inside of our team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 100%. we care about their well-being no and their health. Yep. And so some of even what you're talking about, I would say, man, come and talk to me. If you yeah. need if you need time to rest, if you're if you're struggling, if your heart is heavy, what can we do to help equip you to be healthy because right. we understand yep. that you're yep. carrying a, a weight that that is building the church and yeah. we yeah. want to equip you in every way possible. So yeah. I would say that's something that is on our hearts all the time. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so let me ask you a question about that. So when and any of you can weigh in on this, when a leader on your team comes to you, they, they have a need. Mm-hmm. I, I, I need a minute. I need or or I need something taken off my plate. I had that moment actually in 2021 when we had our baby mm-hmm. prematurely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I went to Pastor Kevin. I, I rarely ever done it. I waved the white flag and said, mm. I, I can't right now. Yeah. I'm out. Yep. Yeah. I, I need grace. This is four months out from our team church conference. I was carrying it at the time. I mean, and and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm like I'm tapped. Yeah. Yep. I just need help. Um so I mean that that's a real moment. Yeah. Right. My question for you is what do you want to hear from your leaders if they arrive at that moment? Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can tell you we we've we've missed those moments. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have. So we had some team members and uh uh, in 2020, and we we're all just going, God, how do we, where are we going? How are we doing this? Keeping and, our head above water. And they came and said that, and we didn't dismiss it, but we didn't address it, and it, it hurt them, hurt us. So I, I can tell you, we've done it wrong yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I, I will also tell you, though, that the team members who are courageous to say, hey, I need help. Yeah. It, I think sometimes they, they, our team doesn't want to be a burden to us, but that is a burden we can manage rather than getting to a place yeah, where yeah. your life yes, blows right. up. Yeah, and now right. it's yeah. different. So I, that's one of my favorite things. When yeah, you need help, ask for it, and we'll yeah. figure this thing out. So, yeah. good. so because of past mistakes, we now are listening with a more attentive ear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I take ownership for that. That was my responsibility. So. Yeah, I think yeah. it's when, they're, when someone's willing to speak up and say, Pastor, I, mm-hmm. I am committed. I'm here. Right. I'm I'm in this with you, but I'm struggling right now and I need help. Mm-hmm. Could you help me look mm. at this situation I'm facing yeah. and Maybe there's something that we take off my plate. Maybe there's yeah. a role shift. Whatever you see, I'm I'm for. I think that posture is so yeah. um yeah. it's encouraging yeah. as yeah. a lead pastor. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, and for me, the the to finish my story, that actually, you know, was a probably a fifteen month journey yep. of okay, what you know, walking through that, but then an actual complete role change of, of Pastor Kevin realizing, okay, we actually need to shift some things around mm-hmm. here. And I guess I have always found my pastor to be really, really fair about mm-hmm. that conversation. But I have a responsibility in that to yeah. to come with the right heart, the right posture, to demonstrate faithfulness. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not just I'm not just trying to tap out here. Yeah, you know, I'm not just yeah. trying to yeah, get an extra great. week of vacation or something. Right. But right. but that we we have we both have responsibilities around that. Right, and I think place. you can I think you can trust that in you though because of previous mm-hmm. previous totally. realities. He's yeah. paying attention to what's going on in your life. He's paying attention to what's going on in your behaviors. He's paying attention to your responsibilities. He's paying attention to all those things. So I think that's where like there's the give and the take on yep. it as well. It's like it's a whole lot easier for us to assess like, hey, we can give you we'll give you anything and everything possible to give you rest and give you health and everything like that, especially as the track record has mm-hmm. been I've been responsible. It's not yep. like I'm trying to duck out and do all those things. Yep. And I right. think that's where Sometimes it can, it can be a miss because people mm. assess to us 
what they think we're going to think about what it is that they're trying to bring to the 100%. table versus just going like, hey, I've, I've, I've done all these things to show myself approved. So my senior leader is going to trust me and come to him or yep. her yep. and saying, hey, I like time out. I need a break for a second or I need this. So, yeah. so I'm a huge proponent of offering grace to our pastors. Pastors are human. <laughs> pastors are going to make wrong calls. They're yeah. going to make mistakes. Um, they're going to just make me make different calls. Sometimes maybe it's not a yeah. matter of right or wrong. Right. Maybe it's just right. you know you know I'd paint the wall white and someone else <laughs> would paint it purple. You know right, you know right, it, right, right. maybe it's just something as as little as that. So let me ask you this: Where do lead pastors need grace? <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> I knew that. I wait, was waiting for that Unless one. Somebody else killed first. <laughs> oh man! You know I, I don't know how you guys are like. In when it comes to this, but I would say even just personally, but one of the things we've talked out is it's hard to hold a smile all the time. <laughs> and like, for me, that's where we honestly need grace. I don't know how many uh, moments of tension I've been in because I didn't keep my smile on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I just need a moment. Like I just got hit with somebody's statement that completely threw me off. My face has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with what I'm processing right sure. now. And so it's, a, it's amazing how many like points of conflict have taken place in, in staff realities or volunteer realities between a senior me totally. and my team just because I wasn't wearing the smile that I normally <laughs> wear. You know what I mean? And then it's like, well, what's wrong with him? What did yeah. I do? It's like it, it had nothing to do with yeah. you. It had everything to do with this situation over here or the email that I just got or the text message I probably shouldn't have opened, but I yeah. did because I was dumb. And now I'm, I'm mad. I'm frustrated. I'm ticked. And yeah. it's on my face. And <laughs> yeah. it is what it so is. And yeah. it's not about you. It's so like giving us grace there to actually like have human emotion in yeah. certain moments. That's great. You mean you want to be able to have human emotion? <laughs> I understand uh, it. I know. A right? wild idea. Yeah. <laughs> I need grace when I don't have the answer right mm. away. Yeah. Very good. Very like good. just, you know what? I, I don't have that answer for you. Or I don't know so the good. direction right now. Like, just give me a little bit of space. Give me a little grace. Um, we'll get there. Yeah. You know? Do you appreciate in that moment when a team member then says, okay, I'm, I'm good with that. Can we circle back up in X amount of time? Yeah, 100%. It keeps it on the radar, right? Yeah. You know, you're not asking for it to die. Yeah. You're just asking for space. But but I, I, I feel like it's helpful to say, okay, I'll, I'll revisit that with you in seven days. If yes. Or, or yeah. pick a time. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the, yeah. I think I think yeah. in that moment a second chair leader could feel like they're a nuisance, a burden. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What? Yeah. What you don't want is, um, you know, you don't want to have your pastor feel like you have now added something to their task list yeah. for Correct. the week. Correct. You know, it, it's of you know, can I can I get with Michaela and circle back around with you on the best time yep. to talk about mm-hmm. this? Very good. You know, versus. Just text me. Got an answer yet? Yeah. Or I'm know. I'm thinking about. I mean, our my main volunteer job the last few years has been planning our team church conference, and this year in particular, it was just busy year travel for my pastors, busy year for all of us, yeah. and we were planning the conference in the middle of it. And I had decisions like yeah. I needed made yesterday, yeah. you know, and and yeah. sometimes we'd get on the phone and get off the phone and I was like, I do not have all the answers I need yeah. here, yeah. you yeah. know, and, yeah. and just the, the, the grace for that space. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, I guess I tried to also steward it and realize, Oh, he, he, he will need me to bring this back. So yeah. when is that moment? Yeah. How do I approach that again? I'm not trying to nag. I'm not trying to handle 
him yeah. or, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's a grace to that. Maybe learning a rhythm, a flow with yeah. your pastor. Yep, 100%. Um, yeah, I think, I was just thinking about that. I think where I need grace is the shadow side of my personality. Yep. Mm. So, because um, it surfaces. I'm on the Enneagram, I'm an eight. On the disc, I'm a D. No. Whatever all those other... D.I. No. Yeah. No. No. I love yeah. to hang out and have fun, but I'm also a little intense. And and, and there's a thing with uh, Enneagram 8s. It's called confrontational intimacy. Mm. So I actually make the best decisions when we can argue through yes, something. Yes, me yeah. too. And so sometimes for team members, that that's not their their gift mix, that is tension. That is yes. pain. Yes. Shuts them down. Intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's... There's I, I onus on me to know that about my team members, but... Man, if they can have grace for me on that and kind of jump in the arena with me, mm-hmm. then I I trust more. Oh yeah, and I and 100%. I'm like it, it makes me come alive and it, it awakens me. But sometimes I'm I'm not always the healthiest person. Sometimes I miss it. Sometimes yeah. I, I may be a little rude. So a little grace would be come helpful. On. So I'm, yeah, yeah. So I'm the same way. Carrie Sarah will come out for a meeting sometime and say, Hey, your passion did exactly the opposite. <laughs> Of what you were hoping would happen. And you're like, thank right. you, Sarah. Thank you. What a compliment. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I gotta pause. Are you all eights? Mm-hmm. I'm a seven with She's an, an very eight high eight. eight. She's a Lord, seven. Jesus. Why did I do this? Yeah. I got, I got yeah. a whole room of eights. Yeah. Ready sure to go. Joke. She's a one, but she's an eight with oh, yeah. me. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no, Lindsay, Lindsay's an eight yeah. at home. Yeah. yeah. I carry is right. Like that confrontational thing is a real thing. So Eric and I are both eights. My wife and I are both eights. And so we are actually like the most intimate. We fight out a lot of Settle stuff. Settle down. It's a different podcast. That's yeah, yeah. just true. Right? We'll do that later. That's why our uh, hangs are always so spicy. Yeah. We're 100%. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's a real thing. So that's like a that's a really cool thought, Carrie. I love that. That's and great. I would say within that, some of the grace offered, because when you are passionate, and I think when, when I'm passionate about something or maybe prophetically sensing something, mm, and right. this would be for Carrie as well, sometimes I respond with an intensity that takes our staff by surprise because typically in our staff environments, Carrie would be the more intense on a consistent basis than I would. And she's going to make sure everybody's And I'm going to make sure everybody feels good and is happy. But when I'm feeling passionate or when I get a prophetic sense that there's something happening, I speak with that level of intensity. And our team usually is like shrinking in their seats and thinks I'm mad at them. And and I'm like, I'm not mad at you. I just need you to hear this. I need you to receive it. And so I think it's grace in those moments. Let's um, we'll we'll end here in just a second, but um, I want to ask you or talk through this with you guys. So I have talked. I won't look at people. <laughs> I have <laughs> talked to certain members of certain people's teams at this table, sure. um, where they needed a place to vent. Mm-hmm. They needed a yeah. place to. I do not understand my pastor's headspace right sure. now. Sure, mm-hmm. like I do not understand yeah. like like where they're at. Yeah, and what I would say is. Um, Every because I, I have an eight pastor too. Yeah. I mean, every leader in the middle, you actually need a place to go that is safe to yes, process. That's that is true. very now. It has to be a person that yeah. is for your pastor, yep, yep. Yep. for your church, yep. committed to integrity. Yep. So, so this is not just anybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why but, we love but, leading second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and and our, we're 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 raising that conversation where I think Larry Bryce said it at camp this year. Who are your three? Yeah, he, 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 maybe maybe a rhetorical three. Sure. But he was talking about Peter, James, and John mm-hmm. with Jesus. But just this idea, like, where do you go? Great. 
Because yeah. if you have that place to go, I mean, maybe maybe in some of those conversations, I didn't help solve any problems. Maybe I just diffused. Yeah, maybe right. maybe it was just a pressure release. Maybe it was just a you can keep going. Yeah. You yeah. know, you can yeah, face. And sure. to, to me, that's a valuable space mm. with the right people right at the right time. Because then I can return to my pastor. You know, I can re- return to my pastor, return to that space full of faith right. again, yeah. full of life again. I'm not, I'm not sitting right up. Mm-hmm. It's not right under the surface. Right. Yep. You know, and I can stay fresh and re- refreshing to him. Agreed. It's great. You know, so yeah. I, 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 I'm advocating for that right now with yeah. with, with leaders to to set up that rhythm it. in their life yeah. of, of, of safety. I mean, I summer of 2020, I made my own phone calls. Yeah. To people, I mean, I yeah. I put the question out there to my three yeah. or two at the time. And the question of, do I move on? Yeah. Do I, little yeah. did I know, my pastor's literally asking the same questions of himself of in the right. same month, you know, at the same yeah. time. We yeah. had no clue. Right. right. You know, so thank God for places to process yeah. and, and get get that, you know, yep. out yeah. of the way. Right. Let me just ask you this, close it down. Um, what's your greatest prayer mm. for mm. church teams mm. in this season? Wow, it's great. It's a great question. We all look at Jason. Oh man, he just prays in the spirit. Yeah, right. Really nice. uh, my greatest prayer. Um, I know we're, I'm praying this for our team. We're praying this for our team, and we'd pray this over other teams. Is uh, that they would remember that the burden is easy and light. That we're not what we are carrying is not ours in the first place. Mm. So that removes a lot of the tension. And I think sometimes what can happen by de facto because we have people on our teams mm. that that love what's happening, they love the church, they love us as senior leaders. So I think sometimes what they do is they actually take on an undue burden. Mm. When we're trying to release the burden ourselves and remember that it's mm. Jesus is in the first Correct. place, it's an easy and light burden. So then they take on the mantle of a heavier burden. It's like, no, 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 I, Like you need to still remember that it's easy and light. It's not yours, it's not ours, it's Jesus's. And I think if our teams can remember great. that all the way around, yeah. wonderful, we're gonna be stronger positions. That, yeah. Wonderful. That's great. I'd say be keen to listen, You know, praying that our teams would be keen to hear from God, That's just great. to lean in and to listen, yeah. but then be ready out of it to make a move. Not, you know, okay, I heard, and now I wanna take a little time to process it. No. Be keen to listen, be ready, be leaning in, but then let's yep. make a move. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, I I think my greatest prayer for our team is that they would have an intimate relationship yeah. with Jesus, yeah. that they would love him so much, yeah. that he would Beautiful. be their source, that Beautiful. in the moments where they feel like walking away and they feel like giving up, that they would remember that mm. the gifts and calling of God are irrevocable mm-hmm. and that they're called by God mm-hmm. and that he will, he will sustain them. And I think that... that um, determination yeah. comes with an intimate relationship with Jesus and um, an infilling of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so that's my greatest prayer for yeah. That's great. Teams. That's awesome. Yeah. I, um, I, my mind is that they would be able to hold on to the joy of ministry. Right. Yeah. You know, that Jesus said for the joy set before him, he endured the cross and, and there's pain in that. Uh, but man, if they can hold on to the joy of why we do that's this, great. which I'm, I'm praying through for myself too. Yeah. So there's, there's a reason we got into ministry yeah. Yeah, yeah. to help people yeah. and make a difference, to mm-hmm. connect the dots, to point people to Jesus and to not get caught up in the other stuff that we forget that mm-hmm. the joy of it, there's pain, mm-hmm. but well, you can still have joy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Joy, pump mm-hmm. it up, pump it up Same. and pain. <laughs> like sunshine. Thanks guys for a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. He's like, it's not going any further. <laughs> 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 
Well, thanks guys for a great conversation today. I really, really believe this is going to help a lot of leaders. To find the episode guide, visit our website, leadingsecond.com forward slash podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Leading Second and join us on the Leading Second Collective on Facebook.